You ready? All right, you ready? Go ahead. Hi, I'm Wayne Carini. I'm Jay Ward. And we're talking classic cars. So, Jay, what's going on this week? Uh, what's happening in your car world? Well, I've been running around quite a bit lately, just going to small events here and there. Nothing major. Some big stuff coming up, which we'll talk about later. But I did get a chance to drive a pretty fun car this week that I didn't expect to be so fun. And that was the Kia Stinger GT. Wow. And really fun car. You know, we've talked about Kia before of how much they've come up in quality and the finish. The Stinger's got 300 horsepower. And that car ripped. I mean, it really handled and drove amazing. I really couldn't fault it much. Some of the styling was a little, you know, not my favorite. I think they were kind of going for an Audi A5 Sportback. Yeah. But that car was dynamite. It just did everything so well. What about you? What are you driving this week? So I also drove a Stinger a little while ago. Fabulous car. I really think they're great. Uh, I was driving the big, uh, the big uh, giant Infiniti Q80. And uh, so the QX80. Beautiful uh, appointment inside, the, the leather seating uh, and the screen. Everything about it was great. Um, you know, very, very comfortable. Not so good on fuel with uh, the fuel, uh, you know, ticking out at, at about 450 a gallon here in Connecticut. So it, it was a little bit of a pain, but uh, but yet very, very comfortable vehicle. Uh, put all four seats down. The one thing I didn't like is that I, w- I went and got a big pane of glass for a, a picture that I'm framing. And I went to slide it in and the center console uh, in the center seats stays uh, up a little bit. So that, that way there, you can't slide something directly in. It sort of goes up about three inches up onto that center console of the captain's chairs in the middle. That's the one negative I found uh, found about it. But uh, hey, listen, if it's only one thing, that's pretty good. I've driven the QX80 and it is a big, beautiful beast. I mean, it does glide down the road. So you've got basically two two seats in the front, two in the middle row with that center console. And then you've got a little small three row in the back, right? That's that's correct. Yeah. And and uh, and the back back seats are actually power. You push the button and they and they go down. The uh, center seats is a manual lift and you, and you push them up or you lay them flat. So yeah, it, it carried a lot, but yet it was that little raise and I had to put the glass up there and I was worried about it breaking on the way home. You know, it's just very thin uh, frame glass. But, um, you know, one of the things though I, I did this past weekend was really cool. Uh, I was at the Audran veteran car run and for 1909 and earlier cars and we just had a ball. I drove my 1901 Oldsmobile Curve Dash, and uh, it wasn't really running too good at the start, uh, running a little rich, I think. Uh, we made it up the first big hill, and I said, boy, if we make it up this big hill, we're, we're sailing all the way to the end, and, which was lunch in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, and then we came to the second hill. We were being led by a, a Rhode Island state trooper in his Crown Vic, and as we came up onto the second hill, he stopped at the peak of the hill and four cars bunched up behind him. I came up and I couldn't lose momentum. I tried to go around to the right. The thing stalled. I had to coast down the hill, restart it, get the momentum again. We lost the pack, um, but yet uh, we made it. At one point in time, we we're going up a hill and a jogger passed us. So <laughs> it, it was the well, fastest rally in the world. Not the fastest. Actually, we were the third car 
uh, from the last coming in for lunch. Um, okay. Un- How many cars participated? Um, there was 27 cars. So it was, it was a good rally. Um, you'll see next year that this is going to be uh, come more than likely the London to Brighton of the United States. Um, really a great group of people, great cars. Uh, starting off uh, at one of the big mansions in in Rhode Island and going to Bristol, Rhode Island, which is not that far away, but took a lot of back roads. Just a blast. So yeah, uh, uh, that's what I did last weekend. Uh, my buddy Ralph Morano went with me, and uh, and our wives were there, and we just had a great time over the weekend. So. Great stuff. I hope I hope you had the, a similar circumstance this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, I I had fun. I have a '57 Pontiac Safari wagon, and I finally got a lot of the stuff done on the car. It was at my buddy's shop uh, called East Bay Speed and Custom. He does fantastic work, and I got the '57 Safari back. I just gave him a punch list of things I wanted done, and the brakes have never worked so good. The horns both honk, which they used to never honk at the same. It's just you know when you just get somebody to dial a car in, it makes such a difference. It sure so does. It's been great. Yeah. yeah, it sure does. You know, we, we were down in Amelia Island and uh, we did a, a interview with some great people. And so that's coming up on a next segment of the show. But uh, let's break for our sponsor and see what we can do to uh, sell some batteries. This segment is brought to you by Continental Battery, a Texas company since 1932. They've been supplying batteries to heavy equipment, lots of electric vehicles, a great company, quality batteries, um, and they're going to look good too. And that's one thing about a battery, you know, especially in a, in a classic foreign car. We want to open that hood. You want the battery to look as good as the engine itself. Um, a lot of the batteries are hidden under the seat, but the ones that are under the hood, that's that's pretty impressive to have a nice quality looking battery in your car. And Continental's the you know, battery company that'll do that for you to make a battery look proper for your car. I couldn't agree more. I mean, think about the times when you open the hood on the car and you see this modern battery, the black plastic handle sticking up and you see the sticker date on it that they bought it at the local parts store and you go, ah, they kind of missed out, you know? I mean, the car could be the most fabulous looking car in the world and the battery just, just uh, pushes the wrong button. If you want to restore a car, you want it to look proper, Continental Battery is your company. That's exciting. Well, I'm excited, speaking of Amelia, because we got to do some great interviews there. And among them were two fantastic designers, Ralph Gilles from FCA, which is now called Stellantis, but that's your Fiat Chrysler of America. And then Paul Tuttle Jr., who was on Orange County Choppers for years, who builds amazing motorcycles. And having those two designers together, I, I don't know about you, but I was so excited to talk to them both about design and what they were up to. And, and getting some secret uh, behind the scenes things from Ralph. I mean, you know, some, some things that are going on behind the scenes. And, and he's such a great designer and such a great car person. And, and that, that's what's so cool about uh, all the automotive companies today. They really hire and, and they promote really car people being in the design stage of, of the automobile. Um, and, and that's so important, of course, in Paul uh, getting being in motorcycles for so many years. And, and now he's talking about doing a car, too. So everybody stay tuned. And here it is. Back to the uh, interview stage. The guests just keep uh, rolling on. And I'm just going to let you take it away. Go for it, guys. You betcha. Uh, so, you know, one of the best things, Jay, about being up here and being at this event is that we get to see all of our friends. You know, we go from show to show, concours to different events, 
auctions, all these things, but coming here really means something because everyone is in the same place at the same time. And we got two of our best buddies up here with us right now, not excluding Max, of course. Um, <laughs> we want to make sure of that. But Jay and I are great friends, and now we got two of our greatest friends over here on stage with us. We've, we've got Paul Tuttle Jr., uh, great designer and builder of motorcycles, and then we have Ralph Gilles. Uh, who's the head of design at Stellenos, which is basically Chrysler Corporation. But uh, Ralph has done such great work. And, and Ralph's, are, what's really great is these guys, Jay, are, are true car people. That's right. And, and motorcycle people, I should say. And, and I'm a motorcycle guy, too. I've got a big collection of bikes. I'm a bike guy, too. Yeah, and so I, I think that's what makes this so special. So Ralph, you came to my, my house, you visited, yeah. and you got to drive some of my cars, and we were so honored to have you there uh, with Mike, our, our good friend Mike. But I'll never be the same. That was an amazing experience. <laughs> uh, next time you have to give me a drool bucket. <laughs> it was uh, raining out a little bit, so you really didn't couldn't matter. get it. <laughs> and he gave me an open-top car to go drive in the rain. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah we, we gave had him a, a little time. red car to go take it out for a little ride <laughs> and gave Mike the, the GT350. Yeah. So what's going on at, at, at your office these days? Yeah, so Stellantis, most people think it's a pharmaceutical company. It's not. It's a conglomeration of uh, Chrysler, ex-Chrysler, ex-Fiat, and now ex-Peugeot. So we're all a new company, amazing house of brands. We have 14 brands. Uh, keeps me busy. I'm working on uh, no less than 11 electrified cars, having a blast, trying to trying to give uh, the new uh, family of electric cars a soul. And, and how about the sound of the electric car? Are you guys sort of trying to build a little yeah. noise into them? I'm getting inspiration. I don't know where you get inspiration from the sci-fi community, the movies. I mean, what, what Star Wars, the later movies have done to give those spacecraft the incredible personalities that they have, even the, the animation industry. So we're actually looking at those people. We're hiring people from that world. We're hiring uh, companies, even ourselves. We have sound engineers now that have to invent a new sound, you know? So I'm not going to play a Hemi in, in the electric car. I could do that, but that'd be too easy. <laughs> Sounds like they might try and hire you, Jay. <laughs> They're high. This is a soft, uh, soft pitch for you. Uh, you think, well, I could get a new job. I think I could do this. I, I think, think I would I, like to do this. You've got a future. And most people don't know. Electric cars have to have a sound. Illegally, right. they have to make some kind of sound for safety. You, know? you can't just put a bicycle cart in the spokes. No. <laughs> Dating yourself. <laughs> you ever put those baseball cards in the oh, spokes yeah, of motorcycles? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 get that vroom vroom sound going down the road. You that's know? how that's that's how I get bit by two wheels, you know, is, is that all the all the things that we used to do to them, you know, yep. put that siren on, you oh, know, yeah. and pull the chain, you know, to make the siren go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly the sound of a motorcycle is half the experience, especially when you're talking about V-twin style bikes with the open exhaust. And so uh, sound is everything. And I love the idea of doing that with electric because... You know, you could just kind of bring it into what's next, yeah. sound-wise, and I think people are going to be for that for sure. You know, get creative with it. Yeah. Sound is such an important part, you know? I've driven cars that are really quiet versus when you open the sport exhaust and you feel that sound and that burble and that downshift and that oh, rap yeah. from the exhaust. It makes a difference with your experience. It does. Yeah. It really does. And there's but, you know, when you get an electric car today, it's that thrust as, yeah. as yeah. you put your foot down and, and you're being pushed into the seat. I mean, it's yeah. zero to 60. These new plaids or whatever they are, Teslas, I mean, zero to 60 in what, two seconds? Yeah, extreme torque, man. Yeah. So, so Paul, you got anything going on with uh, any new builds right now? I know that you're, yeah. you brought up some trophies that we you're giving did. out here. Yeah, this is our, I think, third year building trophies uh, for, for this Concours. And uh, we, we, we change it up every year. This year we went with, you know, this, this new Amelia, uh, the Amelia kind of logo. And, uh, 
Yeah, at home, I'm, we're, we're, we're doing a big uh, bike build right now, and I'm actually uh, getting ready to do a, a big car build, uh, starting with a 39 uh, Lincoln Zephyr three-window coupe. So that's kind of fun. Great car. I was actually thinking about maybe going electric with it, to be honest with you. Why not? And I think that would be a spectacular kind of electric car. I don't think anyone's done anything like that with a Zephyr. No. And, you know, they're highly customizable. But for me, I'm kind of a purist. So my custom work is going to be a little bit more like period coach built than like chopped and, you know, shaved. I'm not, I'm not really into that. I like all that originality. But I think there's a few things I could do to that car to, to bring it up just a little bit, you know. That'll be exciting. Where will we see that car at when you're done? Oh, well, we'll put it out. I think we're going to do uh, eight five-minute webisodes. So it'll be out there for everyone to kind of watch and Very see cool. from the beginning to the end. So, Ralph, when you come to an event like this, and, and, and I know we've got some great designers here, and you're, you're the best, um, do you take um, keys off of all these classic and vintage cars to yep. sort of try to blend them in with your designs? Well, I have a simple rule. When I look at a car, some of these are 50, 60 years old. If it still makes your heart beat, right, when you look at it, you have the emotional reaction. Respect. Respect to the original team that designed it. So there's something about the car that you walk away from, and I try to think about what that element might be. Of course, those, those have lasting power. If it touches you today, it'll touch you 50 years from now, right? So. Right. So trying to infuse the cars with character, I think a vehicle has to have an outstanding yeah. character, personality, just like people that you meet have outstanding personalities, same thing with a vehicle, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, well, think, I think good design is timeless. If you see that from the past, I mean, it really is. It, it, sta it stands the test of time, it never goes anywhere. You know, it never gets dated. And Chrysler was really great about doing that, you know, with the, with the demon coming out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you reached back in, into history and you brought that car back again, the Cudas and the Challengers, and, and to make it look modern and be fast. I, I know that I bought a demon and with 800 horsepower, I mean, it's yeah. just unheard of. <laughs> But, so, I, but maybe there's one more car that's going to squeak well, out, of the, uh, out of your laboratory. Yeah, exactly. We, I mean, the current Challenger, believe it or not, is going on 16 years old. It'll be probably uh, almost 18 by the time we, we stop making the current one. And I'm actually working on the replacement vehicle as we speak. We're just signing off on the design right now. And it, uh, it's very futuristic, but it has this uh, overtones, just enough retro to you know who it came from, let's say. But it's, it's all forward, and we don't want to kind of hang on to the past too much. So we're having a blast doing it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, man. I can't wait for that. you, you got to give me a little inside track when that's going to come Say out. Say the word. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, you're going to need the drool bucket. That's right. right. That's right. Well, Ralph, you can come and drive the, the new Bugatti. The, on a the, sunny day this time. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's plan on that. And, and Paul, um, motorcycles, electric bikes. Have you done anything with electric bikes? Yeah, actually, uh, over uh, when COVID first hit, um, you know, it was a little quiet. So I started looking at some electric bicycles and I, I teamed up with a, a company over in Germany and we created an electric bicycle. It was pretty spectacular. It was, it was modeled after uh, a build-off bike, a bike that we built live in Vegas for the Discovery Channel. And uh, so we took all styling cues off of that and we kind of rolled it in design-wise uh, and really just capitalized on, this, on the great German engineering they, they, were, they already had. So we did it more on an aesthetic basis and it's all Bosch components. And it's a pretty neat, wow. it's a pretty neat bridge between kind of like American design and German engineering. And it was a tremendous amount of fun and we're getting ready to do some really 
cool and high-end uh, one-off projects with this same company. So okay. I'm going to kind of do what I've done with motorcycles. We're going to kind of roll that into some electric bicycles. They're really, they're really fantastic and fun. Electric bikes are really, if you haven't been on one, uh, they're a tremendous amount of fun. And you could do a lot with them. It's the same platform, just without, you know, the big motor and, and, and the weight and stuff, you know? So... Uh there's lots of things that we can think about and, and have look forward to seeing some new vehicles uh, from uh, Mr. Gilles and uh, some new motorcycles and a custom car from Paul Tuttle Jr. So thank you guys for being with us today. It's, it's been wonderful. Max, take it away. Th thank you very much. Wow, those interviews were fantastic. And having them both there with us at Amelia up on stage, it was worth its weight in gold. Hey, Jay, speaking of worth... Have you ever gone and looked for a bolt or nut in the in your garage and you can't find it and you end up driving a Home Depot or one of the big box stores and, and you're driving around and you still can't find what you need? Oh, yeah. Would it be fantastic to be able to go to your garage, have all cabinets with all the bolts and nuts of all the uh, automotive needs you have and pick it out immediately and go work on the car? Think of how much money and time it saved. Oh yeah, I can't tell you the number of times you go with your rusty bag of bolts you're looking around trying to find something that match, and you're really using hardware that's not automotive hardware. What's great with the worst stuff is you get the cabinet of the exact right stuff for an automobile application, and it fits perfect every time. It's not only just bolts and nuts, it's adhesives. There's so many products that they can supply you. So it, time is money, and speaking of money, you go into those box stores, you're gonna buy all sorts of stuff you don't need except for the bolts and nuts you, don't, you went for. So it's really worth your time to go and have a worst cabinet in your garage. There you go. So, James, what's, what's the automotive news of the week? Well, there's a lot of things going on, but the big announcement this week was Formula One announced that they are going to be racing in Las Vegas in 2023, which means three F1 races in one country. And Vegas is going to be a night race. Can you imagine that? That's right. Racing around oh, the casinos yeah. on the streets of Vegas. And, you know, Miami's happening in a month. I'm going to try and get out for that one. They've already got Coda in Austin. So now they're covered coast to coast with this. You can imagine yeah, NASCAR. I think it's very exciting. It's very exciting. You can imagine NASCAR and Indy are probably shaking in their boots a little bit because here's Formula One, which has gotten big since Drive to Survive on Netflix. And now it's coming out to the West Coast. Pretty wild. And, and, and what's so exciting this week for me was is that uh, Ferrari's back on top. Um, you know, it's, it's giving new drivers opportunities. Lewis is back. Uh, I think he, he started 10th or something like that, but don't count him out because he's a fantastic driver and he can make things happen, but it's really good to see new drivers up in front and, and, and winning, uh, and having Ferrari on the podium one, two, unbelievable the way they've been struggling over the past few years. That was the automotive news for my week. Absolutely. You know, the Tifosi have been long suffering and finally we're getting Charles Leclerc and we're getting Carlos Sainz up on the podium. So, I mean, really good for Ferrari. And you're right. It's mixing up the pack a little bit. Lewis finished 10th in the last race. I don't know the last time that he finished 10th. So it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. And it's good. It's good for the sport. So uh, we can't wait for the Vegas race. And I'm going to get my tickets. Yeah, me too. We'll see you there. So, Jay. What I want to know is, what are you doing this next weekend? What for the next couple of weeks? What's going on? Well, I'm pretty excited. While I was at Amelia Island, I ran into Bobby Rahal and he said, what are you doing the, uh, the first weekend in April? And I said, I don't know. And he said, you ought to come down to Long Beach for the IndyCar race and check it out for the weekend. So I'm going to be heading down there and checking it out. I'm excited. 
Oh my God. And you're, and you're hanging out with Bobby himself. I mean, what a great guy. I love that guy. We've, we've become such good friends over the years. Um, and, and to go there that way, I mean, I, you're tempting me to jump on an airplane and join you. I tell you that. I'll tell you when Bobby Ray Hall invites you to come watch IndyCar racing with him. And this is Ray Hall Letterman. Who knows? Maybe Dave Letterman will be there with his big beard. I don't know. I'm excited. You never know. That reminds me of a story when I uh, met uh, Big Daddy Don Gartlitz and, and I was at a Mecham auction and somebody said, Big wants to have lunch with you. And I said, Big, who the heck is Big? Well, I got back to the lunch area and there, there was Don Gartlitz. So about two weeks later, my secretary comes in and she goes, there's a gentleman on the phone for you. All he says is his name is Big. And I said, okay, I got this call. And he says, Carini, be at Ocala in two weeks. You're sitting at my table. Goodbye. And that was it. So, um, you know, when, when Big says, come, you do it. When Bobby Rahal asks, you absolutely do it. So, oh, yeah. I'm excited to watch some racing. It's going to be great. Well, I'll, I'll keep you in mind. Maybe send me some pictures. I will do. So what are you going to be up to in the next couple of weeks? Um, actually, I'm, I'm sort of uh, off a little bit. Um, I'm getting ready for a lot of things in May. I'm moving the barn around a lot. Uh, the car is getting ready to use them for the summer. And uh, hopefully my, uh, my new toys are on their way. The Talladega Ford the 427 uh, car, and then this little hot rod that's coming from the West Coast. Two of them I'm going to sell, but one I'm going to keep. So now I got to figure out which to keep and which to, to sell. So it's going to be it's going to be a great month. And I've got my my 50th uh, plus two uh, high school reunion uh, at the end of May. So we'll get him prepared for that. A lot going on. Well, I want to hear more about the hot rod next week. So let's talk about okay. that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you next week. Cool. We'll see you next time. Boyfriend's new challenger is Plum Crazy. Plum Crazy is just one of the exciting electric new colors that shows everybody the 1970 Dodge Challenger is too new for just plain words. You should see the neat new colors like the groovy purple called Plum Crazy. There's a hot mustard color called Go Man Go and a bright yellow called Banana. What else? Then there's this cool lime green. Are you ready for this? It's called Sublime. And there's a bright hot hemi orange. What's the matter color on the new Challenger? Listen. Dodge Challenger, the only new entry in the sports compact field. Challenger, with engines from a thrifty six up to the incomparable 426 Hemi. Challenger, nine models in all, priced to compete with those pony cars. Challenger, the only all-new car for 1970 at the Dodge Boys now.